Are you ready? Ready. Sin, we have the bots. Yes, we do. I'm prepared. I looked away. And Des, you're ready? I am prepared to talk about oh. things and stuff. And yeah. Well, then it sounds like we are bringing cutscenes in final shape in three, two, one. everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 217 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game, and where Sin hasn't actually seen the cutscene yet. Oh, I just finished hold it. Hold on, you. Oh, you just finished it? <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. It's like crunching before a exam, like, remember, like, days of being in school? Like, that's that was me. I used to crunch, like, the night before like studying for exam. So that's what I were did you tonight. Even able to pay attention to any of it? I mean, we were like talking during the same time and shit. I was reading. <laughs> okay. Multitasking at its finest. So, I don't uh, understand Des, anything about it, wait, wait, but wait, I watched it. Yeah. No, so Des, ask me some questions. You can be a teacher giving him a quiz when we get to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> But hey, real quick, if you heard another voice, we have a lovely guest this week. We're going to have great fun, talk about all sorts of Destiny stuff, talk about food stuff. We have the one and the only Danger Powers. Welcome to the show tonight, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're excited to have you, yeah. Excited and magical? <laughs> Very magical. <laughs> I've got so many... So many food recipes with white sauces and mayonnaise and all sorts of fun stuff. Just planned just for you, Sin. Gross. We will, we will get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Sin just says gross. Huh? Gross. gross. Very gross. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, well, um, I don't know. Sometimes we just talk about what we've been doing. Yeah, let's talk about real life, what we've been doing real quick, and then, and then we'll ease into just a, I don't want to get too many questions get to know you because we have a lot to talk about tonight and we'll just get to know you throughout the whole episode and a lot of people know you from our community anyways but sin you were saying you're doing some uh remodeling of your house because your wife's a taskmaster is that what it is oh my god we created a uh shared list on the notes app for phones and well apple ios in general and this list is literally got like 50 items on it. And it's like small stuff from like cleaning and organizing to like flooring. Like we have so many projects today. We opened up today and it was, we took the kids to library club and we were deciding the carpet in the living room. There's like a small patch of like 200 square foot of carpet, like just past the kitchen into the living room. And don't know why when we bought the house that the previous owner didn't just go ahead and put laminate all the way through. But we were debating whether or not to spend the money to go ahead and get it professionally shampooed and cleaned or go ahead and replace it. 
But unfortunately, the laminate for like the kitchen was discontinued. So we decided to use the same laminate we put in my basement because it's still being made. And so for like $150 more, maybe $200 more than what we spent to get the carpet shampooed professionally, we decided to rip up the carpet and go ahead and start putting laminate down, which is going to turn into a whole main level laminate flooring replacement probably over the, the course of the next several weeks. But uh, I can tell you, pulling up carpet, you know, from kids spilling stuff and dogs vomiting and a new small dog peeing on it, it was gross. Yeah, It was yeah. nasty. But, but it sounds like a good change. Now, even though it's a good change, um, hold on, I always forget this video. I'm going to turn on my camera too to say hi to you lovely people. Oh, I still have the oh, blur thing on. That's weird. But anyways, um, but uh, you were saying, <laughs> is this is this taking place? I know you wanted to put money in the computer, but then your wife has other plans. It's taking yes. the place of that now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. On top of doing like a patio, uh, possibly getting a hot tub and a pool at some point. The pools will going to be way expensive. If nobody's put oh, yeah. a pool recently, they're upwards of 70 plus thousand dollars on average. Oh, yeah. yeah. In ground. And I even thought you meant like you can get some pretty good quality above ground ones. And even those can't do it. Range from several hundred to several thousand, you know. Yeah. Can't do it in HOA here. It has to be in ground, which is garbage. Like I almost want to dig a hole and put an above above ground pool and a hole in the ground, call it an in ground pool, like to save money. But even though I'm from West Virginia, I don't want to go West Virginia that much. And I, I sorry I keep focusing on you, Sin, but this is just so interesting. Um, and then, uh, so that task list that you have is it one of those things where you get around to it, or do you, is your wife going to feel all pressure? We need to get all these done, like right away, right away, right away. Go well, she's going to want to get most of them done before she goes back to school. So we got like a month and a half to knock out a majority of them. Oh, geez. Have oh, fun. Yeah. So some of it, obviously, we're not going to probably do like the pool uh the patio is probably going to happen probably in about 30 days that's i think when they can do it we're probably just going to do like a regular concrete patio so we can get out some furniture i can put the grill and the smoker out there and have a place for it free up a little bit of spots like some spots in the garage literally liquidating like all the stuff that we need to yard sale out of the basement garage getting stuff like it is a whole home or cleaning baseboards like stuff that like gets put by the wayside of like home ownership we are going to be knocking out a lot of this there's a hole in the wall in our second level from where my uh my my boy threw like this i don't know what it was but let's call it like some staff of some sort he got pissed off and threw it and created a hole in the wall that's been there for a year and a half so we're going to patch and paint the upstairs Admit it. You, you punched a hole in the wall right yourself no no i mean i get angry but i don't get ang- i don't i don't hawk a wall <laughs> All right, enough about you, Sen. Enough about but you. Yes. <laughs> Des, anything interesting since the last time we've talked? Anything at all? Besides gaming, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, God. Um, I don't know about interesting, but I went through Torturous on Monday. What was that like? What was that? Tell us. Four and a half hours of training videos for work. Hmm. Okay, I feel for you. I just pushed out yeah. um, three different training modules for my largest customer. Security awareness, are, are they do it yearly. So all the employees now love me because 
I pushed out um, three new training modules that they all have to do. Sorry, guys, but uh, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't have been so bad. But like two or three of them were the same freaking thing. Hmm. Well, we don't do that at least. Um. Well, it was, it's various. Like it's. There's. I don't know. It's pretty much. It was like a bunch of diversity and. Oh yeah, and, and cultural competency stuff, and so it's not even. No, like it's not even. It's not even like actual job training. It's just keep the company safe training, essentially. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yes, it's a little bit, bit ridiculous, and in my thinking back on these videos, I found a slight redundancy, which is weird to me. Um, but maybe I'm weird, right? Um, but, well, I know I'm weird, but yeah, that's besides the point. So apparently, that was weird. Uh, I heard the whole time I'm back. <laughs> oh wow! Um, but no, like, so so like one of the things they wanted to push is a uh, cultural competency, uh, which is your capability of working with people uh, beyond like language barriers or whatever. Blah blah that and like learning about different cultures and stuff and they want you to be culturally sensitive and this that and the other um but a curiosity that i've discovered through those training videos is it's apparently offensive to ask a person like where their ancestry is from yeah that's the world we live in unfortunately people live here i'm having (sighs) it problems myself but i heard you the whole time this (laughs) No, it's good. I can't um, turn on my camera right now. My computer was crashing. Now I am on a beta right now, so that's my own fault. I know what I'm doing, and I purposely took the uh, the risk, the risk here. But um, yeah, yes. yeah, all those fun things. Sorry, you have to go through that, Des. But uh, I know it's done. good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's like I said, it's just curious that we learn about cultures. But if a person's being weird, you can't figure out what culture they're from to even learn about it. So, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I found that just super strange. And sorry, Sin, if uh, me coming back in three times, it's really going to mess up your uh, uh, audio file there. No, no, no. I'm going to pull a gator. I'm going to say I'm going to edit that out later and just leave it in. No, yeah. You know, we don't care. We fly <laughs> by the seat of our pants. And what are we drinking tonight, Danger? I have a uh, pre-made old-fashioned from a local... Uh, Distillery, they do a really good job of making it, even though that sounds weird pre-made, but it's good. What are you drinking? Wrong with I'm actually drinking a locally made bourbon. It's mm-hmm. a it's a ten year. It's not bad. I just I just picked it up the other day. This is actually pretty good. Nice. Just, yeah, just bourbon could, straight, nothing crazy. Wish I could have my video right now. This uh, we have a local distillery called High West, and they make excellent uh, whiskey and such. But uh, yeah, we got a we got a um, bourbon distillery that opened up right up the street from me. So they've they've got a restaurant. They've got a, a they they do like vodka, gin, bourbon, rum, the whole nine. So I've I've been kind of going through and doing the tastings of what they offer and see if it's worth picking up. So far, all right. Good. And we can hear each other, but supposedly people in the chat are saying they can't hear everyone. So I wonder if we need to figure this out real quick. Magic Mike can hear everyone. Rodimus can't hear anyone. What is going on tonight? Scoot can't hear anyone. I think it's uh, there's a lot uh, of user error, like Kingsley bouncing out of chat too many times. <laughs> 
Are you blaming I mean, Scoot and Rodimus, or are you blaming me? <laughs> Both, all three. But can they even hear you? All right. Mike, Mike can hear us. Um, I wonder, will, will it mess up the bots in if we cancel? Oh, Rodimus can hear now. Okay. Hopefully okay, Scoot will yeah. soon. Yeah. All right. Rodimus can hear us. Who knows? Maybe it was me leaving too because I started the channel, and so maybe it confused it or something. But uh, uh, we'll just push forward. It could be. Yeah. yeah. All right. And um, oh, anything interesting you want to talk about? Life, uh, danger. Um, nothing too interesting. I mean, this is this week we've been uh, kind of started our our normal training for our new puppy. We've had a little bit of a setback uh, when we first got him back in April. He had, um, it's called the puppy strangles. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but it was a nerve disorder that he got probably three days after we got him. And it's just like a freak thing that happens. So it pushed him back like two months as far as like getting him situated and training and all that fun stuff. So this week has been a lot of, uh, taking him on walks, teaching him how to sit and how to lay down and, you know, doing all that stuff. So it's just been kind of a little bit of a stressful week for that. But aside from that, nothing else too crazy. Yeah, I imagine. Animals and puppies and yeah, yeah. That, that is stuff to deal with, sure. Well, right on. Um, I have a couple questions for you that uh, hopefully are a little more unique than other places. But um just to get to know you a little bit, and then we want to talk about some food things tonight. But before we get there, um, where's one place you would like to live other than where you currently live? I mean, anywhere but Ohio. Um, <laughs> I, I would love to live in somewhere in the New England area. Like, I, I grew up on the East Coast in, in Jersey, and I've, I've gone to, like, Massachusetts, uh, Rhode Island, Maine, um, New Hampshire, that whole area. And it's it's just beautiful out there. I would love to just, I mean, just be by the water and just hang out. Uh, little, Wait, you know, the what? Like, the wooder? The wooder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brace yourself brace yourself for the accent tonight. Yep, yep. <laughs> no, I love it, actually. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, that was a fun question. And um, how full is your vault, sir? I think last I looked for something. Ooh, getting up there. Yeah, it's getting up there. So would I'm you say sh- you currently keep it pretty full? You current you normally have vault problems or does it vary? No, I don't I don't think I, I have vault problems. I so I do save a lot of stuff in my vault um once I get um like I, my first character set up and he's he's the higher level. Uh, I usually tend to save stuff for like when I go to start doing like my warlock or my titan, and then I can just transfer over and start using that and try to level them up real quick, just so I can just jump right into the game rather than having to like redo everything and slowly level them up. Mm-hmm. So by right probably on. probably by I don't know next two weeks or so, it, it should just drop down to like two hundred or whatever. Nice. Yes, and I know we have a lot of questions to get to. But before we do that, uh, I was so excited to have you on the show, Danger. And uh, I actually had an idea to have you on the show a couple months ago. And then you were on Guardian Down, and then we got busy with some other things. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get you on soon, but wait a couple weeks. 
so excited to have you here tonight. I love talking about food stuff too. If I, in a different life, I would be more involved with either being a chef myself or getting into food science or whatever. It's something that I really enjoy, but just don't push, put enough time or effort into it. I like to live vicariously through others at times. <laughs> and just tell us really quick about your, your history and background, however much you want. So we kind of, everyone listening knows where you're coming from. I was, I started in the restaurant industry, um, been like my freshman year of college, starting as like a, a busboy and a, and a server. Um, just trying to figure out what I wanted to do uh, as far as school. I was originally going to school for uh, music production, sound engineering, uh, things like that. Um, and I just, I didn't like it. It wasn't, you know, I'm kind of glad I didn't do it now because nobody's really, I mean, everybody can just go online, use their computers and do it from home. Like you're not paying sound engineers anymore or anything like that. Um, but I was, I was living at home, going to school, watching cooking shows every night. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to culinary school. Screw it. So I quit college, went to culinary school. And after I graduated, I just kind of worked my way up, uh, working in different places as far as um, small independent restaurants, uh, corporate restaurants, and in that process, I got really into more of the food science background stuff like that, as opposed to just. I mean, I I like to cook, but I find like the 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 science of everything, like why certain foods work the way they do, or w what a cooking process does, um, or you know the the art of butchering and stuff like that, fascinated me more. So I. I after, see, I've worked in the restaurant industry for oh, 17 years, and by the end, like, I just got burnt out. Uh, ended up in the hospital twice. Um, Ooh, yeah, yeah, just exhaustion. I mean, you're working. I was uh, the first time I was probably pushing about 75 hours a week. Um, I was working 14 straight, 15 straight days at that point, and then it just collapsed at work, and it was a thing, but. Um, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Like it just health problems and, and all this stuff that was just weighing down on me. And I, I got out <laughs> back yeah. to school, finished my degree and, and decided to do something completely different, but I still love to cook and I cook at home and I'm still watching cooking shows and reading cookbooks and stuff like that on, uh, on my downtime. Mm. Nice. So if I was to ask you to present us some really cool uh, white sauce recipes, maybe change Sin's mind, could you do that for us? Gross. Definitely. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, we're going to go for it, Sin. Little do you know, Sin, I discussed about this ahead of time with him to bug you. <laughs> so I thought about that, and I, I know we talked about um, sauces too, but I think the one thing we I thought about was, Sin, I don't know how you feel about this, but do you know what vichyssoise soup is? No. Because it's, it's white. But it's, it's cold potato soup, and it is very thin and very white, if it's done right. Well, it doesn't sound like there's mayonnaise in there, right? I mean, if you're a terrible cook, there probably is mayonnaise in there, but you shouldn't put mayonnaise in there. <laughs> a lot of, there's, definitely, there's definitely cream. I mean, that cream is okay, but uh, mayonnaise, ranch, I'm out. Where do you draw the line again? So you're okay with sour cream and cream. Okay with sour cream. It. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Cheese. So 
Yep, I'm okay with cheese, like a cheesy white, white cheese. sauce. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't but know. No, I'm white cheese picky. Mayonnaise. <laughs> no mayonnaise. So no, no mayonnaise at all. So the weirdest thing is, like, I will do like chicken salad, and I know that has mayonnaise in there, but that is like the only application that mayonnaise is okay. What about like egg salad? Uh, like, I'm not a fan. Like, I will like, eat it. Should say. Yeah, like I will eat it, but I'm not like, like. I won't go out of my way to get it. Mm. But like mayonnaise on burgers, nope, won't do it. Have you ever tried mayonnaise instead of butter for a grilled cheese? No, I I can't. I can't bring myself to do that. (laughs) It's got a nice little tang to it, man. You gotta try it. (laughs) Oh, we got a good one here, and don't worry, we have some. We'll go to the chat with other things too. But this is very apropos right now. Native says, "What about whipped egg whites, sin?" See, I like eggs, so that would be okay. But raw? Just kind of, you know, have some? I mean, sure. I mean, I don't know if uh, when you whip them, is there any cooking involved, but but eggs in general are okay, so I could I could get by with uh, whipped egg whites. So when you're whipping egg whites, that is the cooking process. I mean, you're, you, you'd have to bake it off a little bit, some, depending on what you want to use it for, but... The whipping part is you're 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 beating the air into it. That's the cooking process for the egg whites. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is oh. a uh, so moving past the white sauce thing and uh, sauces in general. There is a question for uh, danger. Do you think you can make it through the hot ones challenge? Um. Yes and no. Yes, because I've I've done hot foods before in the past um i think the spiciest pepper i've done is the ghost pepper back when that was mm. like the hot pepper um but i would have to do hot ones a little bit differently i can't eat spicy food it, it bothers me now unfortunately you know one of those things when you get older um so i would probably it would have to be like a taste test so I wouldn't be able to eat it, but I would put it on my tongue and just like get a taste of it and, and go from there. See, I do like spicy and um, like it doesn't bother me, but I have not done like anything extremely hot like the Hot Ones Challenge. I'm pretty sure my mouth and my face would be on fire and I probably would have to call it quits because there is a line for me in spice. Like it can't be like overly spicy. Otherwise, it gets unenjoyable and the flavor's not there. So, you know, the, the, the one thing about, I love that show. I mean, I do watch it. Um, the one thing I see a lot of, and you're getting a lot of celebrities that eat wings and they don't know any different, but when they get the chefs on the show, they, they pull out all these like little bags of tricks and everything. And there is like a way to cheat that whole, um, hot ones thing. And it's all about what you're eating with the wings. So, um, you want something that's going to offset the the um, the capsation in the peppers. So bread can help. I mean, it doesn't do a whole lot, but you want something acidic more more so than anything because that's the acid is going to cut through the 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 heat in the uh, the capsation in peppers. So you know, if you're drinking lemon juice or something like that, that's gonna that would help you get through like the hottest hot sauce. Ooh, and I love. I love the science stuff like that. Um, I'm going to loop back to some other questions about that in general, but also we kind of have a question from Mr. Monkey, and you could just come up on the fly with this, but 
You know, Mr. Monkey says, there's a disturbance in the Discord as Kingsley and Dez are disgruntled by Sins lobbying to be a mod in other Discords. To restore balance to the hub, <laughs> you need to create them a signature dish. Dez is going to be Southern style, Kingsley's is chocolate, and Sins is white sauce. What are you cooking for us? Hashtag votes in for mod, by the way. <laughs> um... Okay, Dez, I have a quick question first before I answer. Mm -hmm. Do you consider bread pudding southern? I know it's a it's a hot topic in certain areas of the South. I think my wife loves bread pudding, but I don't particularly care for bread pudding. Okay, I'm not I'm, I'm not a huge fan myself. Um, as far as it being southern, you see, here's the thing: because I, I was able to <laughs> talking to another like chef makes a career cooking things. I didn't realize when I talked to him that Alabama white sauce was an actual thing from Alabama because it was like a regional thing. So I don't want to say it's not Southern just because it's not where I am, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so then I'd have to change my dish because that would be, that would have been my first guess is to do something maybe like a bread pudding type of thing. But um that would have won my wife over for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I could have just done like a chocolate bread pudding with like a white chocolate drizzle. At least had the oh, white God. sauce in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you would have had. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll win that for my wife for sure. That's like um, her favorite things. <laughs> I probably would do, if we're talking chocolate, <sighs> with white sauce. Um,. Well, no, these can be separate, actually. I think the idea was... I mean, take it any way you want, but a southern dish for Des, a chocolate dish for me, and a white sauce dish for Sin. <laughs> so I think I think you could go, I could combine all three, to be honest. Oh, yeah, you. that's awesome. Combine all them. All right, mm -hmm. so, so I would do a cocoa-rubbed pork mm. and then roast that off and then create like a biscuits and gravy type thing because you're gonna have the white sauce you're gonna have a southern mm. dish and then you're still gonna have the chocolate element from the the cocoa rub pork and oh probably some coffee in there to kind of to kind of escalate the 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 chocolate flavor i um, am down sin you better be okay with that dish also <laughs> oh no like he was talking about a cocoa rub pork and i'm thinking like man like, how would I put that on there? Like, what binding would I put on there and, and use cocoa and put it in the smoker? I'm, like, thinking about how delicious that could be. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you can use that to, well, if you mixed it with brown sugar, because you're yeah. going to need something you need something sweet to kind of balance out, because you're going to want to use a dark chocolate yep. for, for that. So but dark chocolate and happen. cocoa powder and rub it down on the pork. Would I still use mustard as my binder? You can. I don't see why not. I would, but you would want to make sure you balance it out because, I mean, you're gonna have some sweet. You're gonna have some. some yeah, I don't know about mustard to that, but the mustard cooks off. Like, I thought it was weird too, and I've used mustard as a binder before. I've also used olive oil as a binder yeah, just, just to kind of oil or something. Yeah. But I'm thinking it you, like oil for that. You would want to use a brown mustard though. You wouldn't want to use like a yellow, like a French's yellow mustard or a Dijon or anything like that. Well. Dijon might work because it's white wine, but you would you would want something that is like a dark mustard, so it's not like yellow mustard so processed that it's it's too much tang, not enough flavor, in my right. opinion. 
So have something there to kind of give it a little bit of balance. And then, then making sure that your chocolate sugar mixture, like you would have to have some salt, uh, some pepper, a little paprika, like smoky. And then I would add a little bit of like espresso powder or something like that. Mm. Kind of tied together. I mean, one of my favorite uh, moles are the dark ones that have a little bit of the chocolate mixed into it. I love um, like a good mole enchilada. Oh, I love moles. Yes. Anytime I go to a Mexican restaurant, I, I always mm-hmm. go for the mole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This sounds so good. And uh, also, I haven't had biscuits and gravy for a while, too. So thanks for oh, adding that. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> biscuits and gravy is so delicious. Yeah. There's a there's a place up the street for me that does um, lamb biscuits and gravy only on Fridays and Saturdays. So it's kind of like you got to get there and get there early, and it's fantastic. It's like my go-to on the weekends when I go out for brunch or whatever. Nice, nice. Uh, one other quick question. Um, you know, I'm sure you've run into situations where people don't like certain foods. We're not just talking about white sauce, but you're like, well, if it was just prepared right, you know. And again, that's not going to necessarily change everyone's mind. But do you have any examples of that? I mean, I know for my situation, you can go really easy and say, well, obviously, like canned green beans are not very tasty. But if you get fresh green beans and maybe grill them up a little bit and put a little bit of flavor on them, they're amazing. I never thought I liked green beans until later in life and I had them a different way. Uh, any examples of that, how you like to prepare things to get people to like it better? I think the thing to get people to like certain foods is kind of like what you're saying. Like it's, it's, I mean, honestly, it is preparing it a different way or um, make it, you know, a lot of times it's, it's the texture. So changing the texture, overall texture of something is kind of like a big factor in that because then they, then somebody will appreciate the the taste but maybe it's the texture that that drives them nuts like i'm not a big mushroom fan um in terms of texture wise because they're spongy and weird and it doesn't make sense to me but like i love chicken marsala like i love i love a nice like mushroom flavor like like um like a mushroom soup flavor that type of thing um so like uh trying to think so changing Um, the texture i i gotcha yeah 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 like um Like my, I, uh, I was never a big fan of like peppers. I don't know why. I think it was just again, it's a texture thing. And um, but I, I've learned to make a, uh, like a red pepper sauce. Kind of change the texture of something, and then I, you know, over the years, I've just grown to like peppers a lot more than I used to. So nice. Yeah, that's fair because I actually yeah. have a similar thing with. Uh... Chicken livers. Can okay. I eat like? Cannot eat like straight fried chicken livers. Like, just can't do it. They they kind of physically make me ill. But one of my favorite things for breakfast is liver mush, which is like the same thing, just kind of like grounded up into a loaf, I guess you could say. But yeah, so. I, I agree. Like so, like one of the things I, I I actually like a lot, which everyone thinks sounds gross, is um, tongue, like like beef tongue or or um, it's a whole. I mean, it looks gross when you're cooking it because it's you know, big ass 
<laughs> big ass thing and it's got like the bumps and everything so you gotta like you gotta strip it away of like the 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 top layer and you gotta cook it for hours and hours and hours but it's in a lot of italian it, it's in a decent amount of italian cooking and when you cook it and you cook it right it tastes like spam uh hmm. so so you know when you what I, when I would prepare it for somebody, or if I was preparing for somebody, I would slice it up and maybe like dice it up a little bit so it almost looked like a um, like like cube spam or something like that, and just yeah. you know here try it and then tell me what you think and then I'll tell you what it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then sin hates you forever when he finds out <laughs> what it is. Yeah, <laughs> it it just sounds nasty thinking about it. It sounds nasty, but it's. I mean, honestly, it's just a, like a really salty ham. It's really good. Nice, yeah. Okay, well, I'm sure we're going to have more talk about food, but let's just change the subject a little bit here as we move on to some interesting stuff that's been going on in the Destiny universe. And I think how we should play this is let's first talk about a big thing that came out. And then if you know if we have time at the end, we'll talk about what we'll be doing. Destiny. It may not have been that much, and then we can talk about what our thoughts and feelings are and how we're enjoying it. But I'm so freaking excited for this, and I know Des is also. And Sin, you actually watched the video, maybe. I bet you don't have any idea what's going on. But I'll no tell clue. you what, Des. I thought I had an idea what's going on. It did answer so many questions, but it did. Have we been kind of like? adding more questions the last couple days <laughs> no we a million percent have i mean that that's the hilarious thing on it uh you can go back and listen what four five six weeks ago something like that mm -hmm. um where <laughs> i believe my quote was this has so many answers and like no questions left over <laughs> <laughs> no questions at all right <laughs> Like I, so, I love so few questions, so few. Mm. I do love that in the Discord, Des, that you were like, "I was right." <laughs> it was like the first thing as soon as the video came out. Exactly. It's like everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" It's like, I told you, this is great. Like, I'm so glad I hyped it up. But um, but no, I, I was definitely wrong. Um, in hindsight, because no, the the more you really think about it, or the more. Um, this is one reason I I absolutely love the lore is just having other people's interpretations like bouncing off of one another and hearing because I mean half of Destiny lore is interpretation um, and how people in you know interpret what they read and because it can change so much and those ideas bouncing off of one another can change you either see it or at least let you know that there's a different way to be able to see it. And this is one thing I love about lore. Um, and that effect 1 million percent happened um, once this released uh, because I thought I thought one way, I interpreted one way, I saw it. It's like, cool. There are like no questions here. Cool, it's a bunch of answers and maybe maybe one or two questions. And then it released it. And then people were talking about it, and it's like, you know what? There's a lot of questions here. Yeah. <laughs> There's and a lot of questions here. Were we expecting it to come out this week? Not really. I mean, oh, I was playing sooner. with Mr. Monkey, uh, which we tried to do on Tuesday at Reset, and 
all the story this week was telling us to do was like do a lost sector. And then it was like, it looked like it was done because it was go back to the helm, you know, where we deposit the thing each week, talk Mm -hmm. to Sloan. And then I see 30 frames per second and it goes black. I'm like, oh, we're getting the cutscene. And I did watch (laughs) it ahead of time because I like, I kind of, it spoiling doesn't really bug me. And I'm glad too because I got even more out of it the second time. Like, oh, this is it. And watching it the second time was better than even the first time. And the, the great thing I'm seeing everywhere, all the streamers, even people that are a little jay right now, everyone at least is agreeing. This is one of the most influential information drops and cutscenes of all time in Destiny. And even though this is just the drawn animated, it's not like full visual. Right. It doesn't matter, people. If you have not seen this, this answers so many questions and gives us it a lot does. of information. Can you give us... And then we can talk about questions. Can you give us kind of a TLDR? I can try, but I might leave some things out. Um, TLDR? I mean, well, the video goes over. Well, explain, um, yeah, what's happening. Yeah. Um, in the video, we see... <laughs> I've been waiting so long to be able to talk about this. But within this video, we see quite, in, in very literal terms, like this is very near, like, secondhand account, potentially. This is is a very literal term, very accurate telling of the origins of the witness. Now, there are, like, a bunch of, like, curiosities in this video, too, but uh, CLDR, um, the witness comes from a civilization. Uh, The civilization found the traveler in which, what they called the gardener, Hint, hint, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, traveler do what the traveler do. They gave them, you know, it gave them a golden age. They prospered. They had so much potential, but they had no purpose. Um, so they need. They wanted, like, apparently collectively, they wanted a purpose. Um, so they looked out, they saw that it was connected, the, this gardener was connected to another thing out there somewhere. Um, this thing is apparently the veil. So they go to the veil, and it is from the veil that they learn about the darks. And uh, they kind of learn that the light apparently can be destructive, even though it's like very giving. Uh, but it can lead to chaos, so they need to cull it. They need to winnow it. Um, so they go to bring the veil back uh, to their home, where their, the gardener is, and put it back together, but the gardener says, okay, bye, and leaves. Mm-hmm. And that's DLDR. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and well, and then the, okay, the people no, yes. they got uh, destroyed, or they turned into the witness. They all kind of borged, borgified together. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. They used some ritual. They literally merged their bodies or consciousnesses uh, into a singular being, um, and that singular being was the witness. Um, and the witness has been on the hunt for the gardener since. Yeah apparently for the expressed purpose of the exact moment that started Lightfall, or ended Lightfall, sorry, ended Lightfall. Mm-hmm. 
the portal and the merging of the veil and the trap. We have to remember, too, that uh, towards the, the very beginning of, well, it wasn't the very beginning, maybe it was, no, it was uh, D2. We have those little things that they've been showing us year after year. And at the very beginning, there's like, remember the traveler does its light flash and all like, so it's the, you know, the ship music. And then uh-huh. you see like, oh, they now know where the, the traveler is. They now know where the gardener is. <laughs> right. And so that kind of sets some things off in motion. I would also like to super shout out Zitch in the GDC lore Discord or Discord in the lore channel. Um, because Jeremy Pepper, Jeremy Pepper, March, April. So May 4th, he posted this pretty much exact theory that the witness was like the combination of an entire race. And oh, it was nice. like, well, what if, what if the witness was this? And sure enough, here we are now. And yes, that's exactly what the witness is. The witness is a fusion merger, merger, there we go, of an entire race, which potentially anyone can become like that. You know, you just need enough bodies. Yeah. And we have to remember, again, these people, the the preform of the witness originally worshipped the light, the gardener. Mm-hmm. And then they learned the powers of the darkness from the veil? That's wild. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, the veil seems to be... We thought it was... or I'm sorry. I, I need to not use royal we here because I might put words in people's mouth. But I thought, 100%, that the pyramid ships were the opposite function to the traveler. Uh, but come to find out, apparently, that role is the veil itself. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, so yes, uh, that's apparent number one. Yeah. And then we have to remember in here somewhat too, I mean, I guess they obviously originally had the veil and then they brought it back or whatever, lack of a better term, and then the traveler pieced out. Mm-hmm. Well, at some point they lost the veil, right? Because did Sabathun do something yes. with it? or Yeah. Um, yeah, so flash forward to our collapse, um, where the Black Fleet catches up to the Traveler, you know, quote-unquote corners it on Earth. Um, but for the first time in its history, the Traveler doesn't run. Um, but it is within these moments, somewhere around and about roughly, um, that is where Savathun went to Nezarak's pyramid ship, murdered Nezarak, cursed his body, took the veil, hit on Neomo or hit it on Neptune. Yeah. Wow. And thus Wild stuff. Uh as I was also informed in Guardian Topcast Discord earlier today, uh one of the reasons why uh the Black Fleet kind of pieced out of the solar system a bit uh, was apparently the witness thought basically after losing the veil, they pieced out on their own accord. Um, I was almost thinking that maybe the traveler, like what the traveler had done during the collapse, pushed them back, but apparently that was their own free wills. Like, okay, we're just going to chill out here for a while. We're going to wait for you to wake up, and then we're going to come back. <laughs> uh, because it makes sense now 
Um, I mean, the the proto witness, I guess, uh, was able to track the veil through the traveler to begin with. So now, paracausal witness just had to touch it to be able to see where it was hidden, which explains the opening of Lightfall. Yeah. Oh, and, and the whole thing about final shape makes so much more sense because we know there mm-hmm. it kind of looks like the veil maybe is merged with the traveler, maybe. Yeah. But that makes mo- so much more sense, final shape, if it's kind of like the two powers merged, yes. the lightness and the dark powers. Again, we have to remember people like... and. Bungie's been preparing for this all along. Lightness doesn't yeah. necessarily just mean darkness. Doesn't necessarily just mean bad. It's yeah. just it's a yin and a yang. It's like two different sides. No, and, no, yeah, that's like uh, yeah. It just makes so much more sense. Final shape now. Yeah. I mean, we still don't know exactly what it's all going to entail, but I uh, mean, yeah, there's there's been hints from super early on in Destiny that they're just two sides of the same coin. Um, another interesting bit that this video does confirm, like pretty card um is the fact that the light um this was like i know this was a theory that grew probably around the start of lightfall uh to where the darkness powers even though they have like physical manifestations like strand and stasis they don't necessarily like modify anything physical they're more like mental based um like you know, memory and thought and consciousness, emotions, things like that. Um, but basically, this video does tell us, like, pretty well flat out, that the light affects the physical universe, while like the veil is like the memory or uh, something like that. But it it pretty well confirms like the light and the darks like domains, so to speak. Yeah. Oh my god! And makes uh, again, people. This is exactly why we're probably getting Cade Six back because. I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, because yeah. this is, yeah, this is like light and dark. I mean, it's it's a merger of things. But like, yeah, there's just like so many, so many, so many questions now. Um, like so many, because again, like once you start talking, like now that we know the, like the origin of the witness. No, we know that the veil is the connector to the darkness. It just leaves so many questions because it's like, okay, was there a winnower? Because you have to go back to the unveiling lore book that I keep quoting. Does that matter now? Like, is that allegory? Or was that like all kinds of allegory that is now trying to be explained in this cutscene? Like, does this cutscene basically override? The unveiling. I'm not going to say retcon like other people because, again, even the unveiling itself calls its story allegory. So, I mean, it's kind of like retconning without retconning. It's it's in universe retconning, which is the best kind of like line to walk ever. Um, but no. So it's like, is the unveiling supposed to be this cutscene, or is the unveiling something else? Like, is there a winnower? Uh, we know the witnesses race was looking for a winnower um, to control the chaos of the light. Um, Like, is there a consciousness to the darkness that's, you know, not, still is, like, when Oryx, like, communed with the deep, was it communing with the witness or the consciousness? 
like there's still like so many like levels of questions like whether or not the witness is the winner we're still we don't have an answer to that even though i thought just last week we had like a de- definite answer to that no no we don't we don't yeah no well, it's we pretty awesome sin i'm sure you got all of that out of watching the video right before we started right <laughs> every last <laughs> bit of it no 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 i mean I I knew from, you know, the video, obviously, the whole merging of the society, right? And that caused the witness. I mean, that that's obviously one of the pretty obvious ones in there. So I got that part. Good job, Sid. Good job. <laughs> you caught that part. Caught that part. Oh, Danger. And also... Any interesting thing? Yeah. What do you think of the thing, Danger? Anything interesting or just... Um, I thought it was interesting. I mean, I, I'm a... I think I, I typed something in the chat. I'm a little... After watching it, though, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little mad that this season didn't happen first in terms of, like, the way things played out. I would have loved yeah. to, to have this show up, like, after you after you complete the Lightfall campaign. Yeah, like, yeah. This, yeah, for sure, actually. It would have it been like, okay, this is a great starting point. Now let's just, like, see what happens, like, where this is going to go with this story. Yeah. But instead, we got weird, you know, jailbreak stuff, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do, I, I can definitely see with that because, yeah, this just seems like it just fits so much in. And, yeah, I don't know. Better late than never, but you're right. Um, and it, again, it almost kind of comes to the credence of like, they might have had to done some really quick bait and sw- not bait and switch, but like change of plans with uh, how they were doing Lightfall and Final Shape. And, you know, they had these ideas of story and, and maybe. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't have the time to implement it into the DLC slash season, and like, okay, well, better, better next season than not at all. And still quite amazing. At least in a way, this gets people to talk some more about Destiny. Like week six in a or five or six, I forget which week we're in, and like, a, not an amazing season, but like people are like, hey, you gotta, you gotta check it out this week at least. So it's kind of getting us to log in and check this out. Yes. And again, it's it's this is such it's always like uh, the books of sorrow did it like uh, fragments of the story of Thorn and Last Word did it. Uh, there's just there's plenty like moments in the lore that you can pick out. I wasn't around for the unveiling, so I wasn't not entirely sure if that did it. It should have, in my opinion. Um, but no, there's just some like particular points of like lore that once they happen. It's like just even people that aren't interested in the lore are like, what's this about? Like, you know, even peaks like their interest and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and also Asa has been leading us up to this because I believe it was the third or fourth week um, where one of our messages was mentioning two halves of a whole, uh, potentially talking about the Traveler and the Veil. So it's interesting as well. Um, also, so if the veil is the source of the darkness, uh, we still don't know why the Vex was copying the veil as the heart of darkness in the Black Garden. Yeah. So that's, again, so many questions still, unfortunately. But it's, it's the, I love it when there's questions. Yeah. Because, like, speculation, different different interpretations, different opinions... 
like, oh, I mean, just earlier, just like bouncing ideas off of people and just talking to people about it, just giving me more, like poking holes in my theory that, you know, <laughs> that I came, like, thanks to Mr. Monkey, I thought of like two or three hours before this, before we started recording, it's like, what if the only reason the traveler stopped, like stopped running, was just because the veil was missing? I mean, of course, the traveler knew where the veil was, no, like it's connected, so it knows. But still, it knows. It's like, okay, so the witness doesn't have the veil anymore. All right, so I'm gonna chill here. I'm gonna do this thing. Uh, these ghosts are gonna pop out, and I'm gonna go to sleep for a few hundred years. Uh, see you guys later. Um, like it, it just makes you know. It finally, like, there's so many pieces that can fit in. Oh, yeah. And speaking of Mr. Monkey, I don't know if we technically got to this question from a few weeks ago, um, and it kind of may you answered some of this, maybe not, but. Sizzy has a couple questions for you. Thoughts on Sloan becoming more taken each week, and also have you listened to the three weeks of Veil lore? If so, I think the Veil suppresses both light and dark. Um, but see, now we know a little bit more. But yes. yeah, what do you think about uh, Sloan becoming taken in the Veil lore in general? I'm I I was actually super interested in Sloan even being capable of having corruption affect her. Um, because I mean we've been exposed to the taken since, well, Taken King. But I've never seen, like, perhaps it exists, but I've never seen in the lore or in a situation where we have been able to interact with that energy like that. So I, I find it very interesting, and I kind of hate the fact that they glossed over it. Um, because it brings the question, if Sloan can be affected by that energy, why did Oryx never take us? I mean, I assumed because we were guardians, we were protected, and it wouldn't be able to affect us. Well, Sloan just shot that, like, near 10-year theory out the window. So, I don't know now. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know. Um, but no, like, as we found out, no, the veil cannot... Well, I mean, it, the veil technically could probably, like, cancel out darkness power, um, but it's kind of the source now as we found out. But it also that also does explain why Strand was just trying to kind of chill in Neomuna if the veil is the source of darkness. So yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Duh. Right? Exactly. There's there's so many things. Which is yes, why I do agree with Danger Powers in the fact that this should have been the opening season. Because there's so many more dots connect that we're not thinking about because it's been months. So there's yeah. just things that happen that could have been fresher connections if this had followed the the Lightfall campaign. Yeah. And maybe a little bit more on that point in a second, but I want to get a couple other questions out of the way. These are for any or all of us, and then kind yeah. of a side point on how this season is in general, which the lore is off the charts, but anyways, <laughs> um, before I forget, native Raider has a question. Um, he asked the same question on his show and wants to hear our take as well. If you could pick a character in destiny for Bungie to do a season around, who would it be? And why, uh, you have any thoughts on that danger? We can go with you first. I mean, 
because of the, the this season with Sloan, I honestly at this point I would love to see a season more in depth with Asher Mir. Be, uh, and probably in the same sense of, that it is now with Sloan, like how has he been affected? I mean, we saw him like glimpses of him in the uh, the Avalon mission. Like I, I'd be curious, like how how it is how is he affected by this whole thing? Like what happened uh, with the planet? Like is he t- is he taken? Is he just part of a um like a computer code at this point? Like he just downloaded his body into the whole thing? Like where like what where is he at in this in this? It's, so that would be my answer. Cool. So uh, go ahead, Des. If you have any thoughts on a, a character, it can even who, be one we've had, but yeah. I mean, who don't I want? Like, a, I mean, <laughs> you want everyone. <laughs> definitely not Marasov, okay? I'm going to throw that out there. She's like one of my favorite characters, but we have so much history now. Like, we know the exact, like, formation, the centuries they went through on, what was it called? The Distributary, I believe. Um, the black hole where they come from. Um, so we have so much information on like the Awoken and Mara and everything she's essentially been up to. And like, you know, supporting roles thereafter have been sufficient enough. Um, so we definitely don't need Mara. Duh. I would really love to see like the drifter really stripped down. Gotcha. Like, Get rid of the facade. Get rid of his defense mechanisms. Let's see what the Drifter really is, you know, because we have this. I believe uh, yeah, it was this week's radio message. Um, we actually get a little look into the Drifter, uh, considering he basically admits that he had a thing for who is now the emissary of the Nine, aka Oren, the blue face chick. So I mean. So he had feelings for her, like regardless of how he was. So I would really love to see like the drifter like really stripped down for a season and really see what. Yeah, and you're right. It's it's pretty good this season too with him. Um, I I know it's almost like I'm just trying to pick one that's not really talked about much, and this may sound like a funny answer, but thinking about it more, I'm fine with it. But uh, fail safe. <laughs> fail safe would be really? cool. Yes, really, Sin. Okay, what's your answer, Sin? Uh, what's the, uh, I always forget, you know, character names, the future war cult, uh, Lakshmi? Laksh- Lakshmi 2 that died? Yeah, she died recently, so I'm trying to think of who else. Recently? <laughs> yeah. Um, she died like two years ago. <laughs> has it been two years? Yeah, it's back on right now. <laughs> too much but not I, I was thinking like i'm thinking through the story like we had her her pop up and it's been a while but right she died so the other one we haven't really seen much on is hawthorne right she's just a bird lady sitting on the tower so why not do something with her she's a bird lady huh yeah that's hawthorne. pretty much it you yeah, know the more hey, i think fine. about it the more I feel like they could have just thrown Amanda Holiday in Hawthorne's role and nothing would have changed. Mm. Yeah. I mean, she's, I'm sure she could have been something. It's just, I think right now she's just kind of wasted potential because she was, 
it, it's interesting because it took Amanda's death for me to realize that people liked Amanda because she was just a person, like along the front lines of these immortal beings, which is exactly what Hawthorne's role was in the Red War. That's all she was. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll just have just Danger answer this one. Uh, question from Rafi. If you were to eat yourself, would you double in size or disappear? I mean, I wouldn't you implode on yourself? I, what's left? <laughs> yeah, it's a provocative question. I think you turn into I think you turn into a black hole. I think that's what happens. <laughs> Not before dying first. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Oh man. <laughs> How much would you have to eat before? Well, anyways, we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mohafo bugging sin about your audio levels. We don't have to read that question. Um, yeah. So hopefully it's better this week. Mohafo. My apologies. Yes. I will, it's all uh, up on the mic. I will chipmunk the shit's mic tonight for you. Mm, yes. Question from Rodimus. Also to danger. If you could change one thing about destiny Two, what would it be? And why? Um, good question. I think the the biggest thing I would change is probably how how they've incorporated some of these like little mini games, like the the fishing, um, the, things like that. Like where, like the fishing's fine. It's it's nothing great. It's not moving the story around or anything like that. But it it bothers me that like this week. I've had to fish 500 fish and it had to stop because the public event shows up and it shuts down the whole thing. Like I'm not interested in the public event. No like, one is just, right when they're fishing. Yeah. Right. Like just that should not just stop just because there's a public event in the area. Like if you should have the option to, if you want to join in on the public event, fine, go for it. But if you, if you're not interested in that, everything else alone, if you're, if you're, if the plan is to incorporate like these little mini games into the story somehow, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So many games, of that, do you really remember? Confusing. Do you remember the tire mini game on the moon? <laughs> it's still there, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one mini <laughs> game that you? I uh, completed. <laughs> Getting all the tires in the middle. I haven't yet actually said we should go and do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a pain. <laughs> I spent hours one night trying to do it. Oh. Oh, and actually, I just remembered because it kind of got overshadowed. Um, talking about the Veil research logs, um, we are getting a hint that potentially Cloud Striders are made from dead exos and Vex tech. Mm. <laughs> because um, one thing that was noted is the fact that exos uh, were dying when exposed to the Veil, which I think is why Monkey thought that they could, uh, the Veil could cancel out darkness power because apparently um that's you know the exos are radial area that are purged by clarity control which is essentially darkness um but uh, maya recently or not maya maya's wife i forget chumi chumi sounds right anyway um she she makes the comparison of basically fitting uh, a disk drive with a magnet and just so the veil just basically erased these exos. Um, so the idea, 
they didn't say anything for sure. I think even yet still, um, but they are heavily hinting that potentially Cloud Striders are, yeah, Exo Remnants combined with Vextech. Nice. Not really, but well, <laughs> it's kind of dark stuff right there. Considering you're taking, but I lo- I love Vextech stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's. It would definitely, like I said, it's it's definitely interesting and might explain why only two, uh, because Chumi may have only been able to stomach using two exo corpses essentially. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a whole lot of like, like more of that like ideology stuff and you know what's good, what's evil. Like Cloud Striders protect Neomuna, they're good, but what if they're built on the foundation of something very very awful? Like, yeah, that yeah. Change? like it's there's so much of that in destiny is one reason yeah. anyway i'm gonna stop now before i keep on going <laughs> <laughs> well gameplay is really interesting in destiny right now um you know we we're talking about this fishing thing supposedly there's a quest that came out on tuesday i don't have it still yet by the way it was bugged for some people and then bungie claims that they fixed it i still don't have anywhere to pick it up from either bird lady or in the lost quest archive but supposedly we're supposed to catch an exotic fish on throne world is that correct that and... is what the the twab does mention going to hawthorne and then fishing on the throne world yeah and that's yeah. literally all they say yeah the, i mean i got the i got a mission from hawthorne catch like i mean it was like Bronze tier, silver tier, gold tier, platinum. It's just the amount of points per fish, and then yeah. that was that was it. Why it was like have the quest. <laughs> it, it was not like a exotic quest. I mean, I I ended up catching an exotic fish in the middle of the fishing, but nothing happened with it. So, well, okay. On that point, the rumor is it's not the exotic quest yet, but that it may be a prerequisite to an exotic quest later, and we're gonna have to catch an exotic fish from all three locations, and then there's something we get to do after that. That was a retro because I did not get the quest either. Well, I don't know, Sin. I'll tell you if I eventually get the quest, and hopefully, (laughs) but I haven't caught the exotic fish yet either. I've been sitting here at the throne world while we've been talking. This whole thing uh is weird. This is how it works you get a quest from Hearthorn. Hello, Runners. A total of 500 points worth of fish. Green being the lowest amount of points, blue being the second, uh, purple being the next, and gold being the highest. Once you get 500 points, you go to Hearthorn. Um, what exotic fish you're going to catch, you're going to deposit into the fish tank. You get a piece of a weapon. Then you have to go to a deep dive and talk to a statue inside the deep dive, and it's Zivu or Wrath. That's it for the week. So yeah. that's the first quest. Now, yeah. now, 500 fish, then the exotic fish, or get the exotic fish at any point, or how does that... It's 500 points worth of fish, so if you get an exotic mm-hmm. fish at any point, when you go the, once you're done with the quest, don't deposit them before you're done with the quest. Mm-hmm. Go do, deposit them in the helm, and you'll get your broken piece of weapon. I so I can them. hold on to them, basically, until I get the quest. Are you sure? Are you sure 500 points total? You don't also need the exotic fish, or just 500 points? I, is well, what I'm 500 points, but the total amount it's like you know, like the first quest is like 100, the next quest is 200, 300. Like it's it keeps scaling up, so your, your total amount is 500 points. Because so I heard I you don't that, get the piece unless you get the exotic fish, so maybe you need well, 100 I've, points. I've and caught the exotic. some exotic fish, so it might be part of the scale. 
But when I went and deposited all my fish when I was done this morning, I got the broken piece of weapon, and I had to go to a deep dive to commune it with a statue. See, the whole thing confusing, especially if you, I don't have the quest. But even for people that do, right. it's like, what the hell's going on here? This we isn't normal. I the quest in the this archive really, really weird. Uh, computer in the helm. So I didn't even get it from a vendor. I just found it inside the helm. You know, computer. I better go to the helm one versus the tower. Maybe that's what it is. I'm going to go to the helm one right now. Oh. See if it's any different. Live right. update, Goodbye. Kingsley. <laughs> yes, and Live update. Let me know well, if that works know, Yeah, that's my love update. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> weird, weird, weird. Um, yeah, no major complaints about this season, but uh, I would say... Oh, really? I would say, yes, a lot of us are playing Diablo. <laughs> but even if we weren't, there's kind of a... And no one's really like... I think it's a good attitude everyone has. No one's really knocking on Destiny right now, but a lot of people kind of seem to be not as involved right now. What What are your guys' takes on that? Well, I mean, I can see with uh, you know Diablo 4 being out and such and it being a lighter season overall... I can see that not most people are involved. I mean, I, I'm kind of spreading my time between both games, and I haven't played really at all this week until tonight. So, I could see I could see it on both sides of the fence. Really, how are you liking Diablo <laughs> Danger? I know you've been playing it a lot too. Oh, I I've been enjoying it a lot. I'm I'm not knocking Destiny, but I I feel like I'm at a point in Destiny where I can like, right, I'll just take care of the weekly story real quick and then just hop into the other game. And yeah. it's, it's, it's been a nice little like change of pace. So I'm not like constantly thinking about, Oh, I've already done everything in Destiny this week. What am I going to do now? So, yeah, but yeah. Diablo has been a lot of fun. It's been a great game to like, I'm able to start and stop easier than I am in Destiny, which is nice. Yeah, Diablo, and someone was asking about this too. Like, well, what if we play Diablo some and then stop for a while? I'm like, trust me, of all games, like, you know, the other games, you go back into God of War or, or Assassin's Creed, and it can take you a while to kind of get used to it again. But Diablo, you kind of just get right back into it, even if you yeah. step away for yeah. a while. I mean, you're still primarily clicking. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way they do it. It's just, I, mean, I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, I, I don't see, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm just also... Uh, I, I just love the oversimplified explanation for mm -hmm. Diablo gameplay, um, which is you click the devil until he dies. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the point. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's Diablo in a nutshell. I found this. I was stupid. So I was looking at the newer Ares, but I didn't realize there was a seasonal... No, also ah, I had to go to the seasonal uh, before I found it. So where, silly where's me. The, where's where's that at? In the helm? Or or the tower. And you go to the terminal quest archive, and it's the middle left one is where I found right. the quest under seasonal. Right. I didn't really realize, even though the words right here seasonal. <laughs> I was looking under the you know Kingsley didn't the, read. The newer, it's fine. I didn't. I didn't yeah. <laughs> now I get to talk to Hawthorne. Holy shit. Hopefully I don't have to catch a bunch more fish. We'll see how this goes, but you probably do. <laughs> we'll do a live update here. But yeah, Diablo four has been a lot of fun. A lot of us have been playing it. By the way, if anyone wants a clan to join up with, we have a Guardian Hub Diablo clan. Uh we even kind of created a miscellaneous voice channel. If you ever see people in there, feel free and group up. But um 
it's been a nice way to spend time you know when i'm not doing destiny stuff and there's so much to the game like holy cow like i haven't even probably scratched i've finished the campaign and opened up maybe two-thirds of the map but there's still hundred you know tons of dungeons tons of this and that paragon building getting sacred items now it's just i don't even know it's just wild there's just so much going on i haven't even finished i haven't even finished campaign yet but i've unlocked over two-thirds of the map and i've done almost all the dungeons and most of the side quests at this point oh well no wonder then yeah i'm I'm probably i'm probably taking the long way around but i've i've i don't know i see a little blue exclamation point i gotta run towards it and yeah, complete the, <laughs> complete the quest. For XP, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's so, your uh, level? I'm on. I just on my fourth Paragon ability. Uh, okay. skill. Yeah. yeah, so fifty plus four, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. However, they're counting that. Yeah. Also, for a word of warning for anyone going in Diablo, just remember, Diablo is the father franchise of the looter so they know how to do it <laughs> oh they do yeah that they do. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah and it's just really wild when you get to level 50 and and then or you get to tier three you know change your for lack of a better term it's like difficulty settings in the game and but you know you do a capstone dungeon on tier two and you get to tier three well guess what the grind for kind of starts over where i'm like wait a second yellows which are the second highest, and then oranges are like exotics or whatever. Not exactly, mm-hmm. but anyways, yellows and blues are dropping better stats and higher than my previous mm-hmm. exotics. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, now I need to go for better quality sacred items, and now I'm having to re-grind for new and orange legendaries. Yeah. So, like, and it's actually like, interesting, too. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, Diablo's the father of the looters. They they yep. know how to reel you in every step of the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, oh, what else I was going to say? Um, oh, yeah. But um, with on the Destiny conversation real quick, because we have a quick mm-hmm. minute here, how do we feel, I'll give my opinions at the end, how do we feel about, now that we have some time with it, not having a power grind this season. Do you think it was a plus or a minus or just a net neutral? Plus. Plus. And a plus, okay. Definitely a plus. plus. Yes. Plus, yeah. Okay. I agree too. But we're already getting the people coming out of the woodworks and saying, well, I don't have a reason to grind certain things now because those things were for power level grinding and already people saying maybe they shouldn't have taken that away. I guess what this really shows is what different people's motivations were for playing the game and playing activities. And look, I get it, but for me, I never wanted to do the grind anyways. And again, I've said this a million times, when the seasons were on plus 10, that was so pointless. If do anything, do like a plus 20 or a plus 50 for each season or do nothing. And now they're nothing. And I never, I'll tell you what, even when we had the power grind each season, I still didn't want to do strikes and crucible and gambit. I would just do the raids, do dungeons, 
do the seasonal okay. activities and however long it took me to power up that silly plus 10 which really doesn't matter by the way people a plus 10 each season is no big deal you can be okay if you're basically at power cap you don't have to have the pinnacle cap <laughs> yeah but exactly. but people think that they need that and for them if they gave them motivation then i guess i can see why now they think there's nothing to do but here's the thing i like this better anyways they just replace strikes with um instead of a pinnacle now you get an exotic and to me that's almost better uh yeah right like yeah. one like i may not be playing right now but one reason i will say it's a plus is we have a guardian hub diablo clan and people are playing <laughs> that right now yes without a power grind like just in this small sample size of group i'm hearing that there's no pressure to play destiny yeah which is fantastic like that's great like the less you the less you feel you have to the more the more you're willing to when you want to, you know? Yeah. Like, this is gaming psychology, like, 101, essentially. Um, so, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just fantastic. And Bungie has always been, like, at least in the past, they were always of the viewpoint that, take a break. It'll still be here when you get back. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like they're enforcing that even more without a power grind, because it's like, yeah, grind up to what you want. Relax chill if you don't want to grind out we got you we'll still be here i mean that's essentially it's always been true but now like you know yeah yeah it's great there's other things to grind for also i mean just not power but you know red border weapons now unlocked or you know last wish you can get red border weapons from uh, last wish or red border weapons you might have missed in previous seasons. There are other reasons to grind and, you know, other things to get in Destiny. It's just not, doesn't have to be just always going for power. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. I know, I know, I agree. It's like the power thing. But there has been some people saying for them they don't like it. And I wonder if they're on the newer side of playing, you think? I don't know, because again, I've it might just be like a mentality thing. They might be number like just number chasers. You know? Like they feel accomplished whenever they see a number go up rather than having like a goal or anything. Cause that's definitely, that's another thing. I mean, uh, that's what some part of gaming psychology, right? Yeah. That's true. Um, just, I mean, you still have season pass and you still have the, the plus yeah. member, the artifact number, but. So I'm, I i do not know. Like, like, I, I definitely can't explain every sort of individual people, but like I said, I I can hear from like two or three people that are pretty diehard in Destiny, rarely play other games, and you're done with the Diablo campaign. So, I mean, come on. It can't be that bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, live try update. Here real- While you're fixing yeah. uh, the IT issues, I just got a exotic from... The throne world, the exotic fish. Oh, sin. Congrats. <laughs> we lost uh, danger in a technical problem here. Let's see if uh, we can get him back. Get him back, Mr. IT. Sorry. And I don't know if that's related to you having issues getting booped and coming back also. Well, it may be. Maybe if Discord's having problems in general. 
All right, let's try this one more time here. See if you can click on your name and speak now. This is one of them kind of nights. And uh, there we go. There we go. I was going to hey. say, he does have the uh, hey. tag also, so he could probably move himself. Yeah, that's weird. I, also, <laughs> oh, weird. weird. Well, thanks for sticking with us with all our technical problems tonight. This is weird. We don't normally have technical problems. What are we, uh, other podcasts? But no, we, <laughs> we, uh... <laughs> oh, come on. A flick event just showed up and I'm trying to fish. <laughs> <laughs> Screw this! I'm going to Diablo. <laughs> uh, you should have joined on us. We are. We had a full. Uh, we had a full. Uh, full stack for the uh, the full meter or whatever. I didn't know you were stacking it, Sen. Should I mm-hmm. stack inside of you too? <laughs> White sauce. No, after no. dark already? Yeah, I know. We're basically getting to after dark. So, um, all right. We talked about destiny. We talked about um, the amazing story. We talked about we're loving Diablo. Uh, any other things on your mind, Danger? Anything at all? Food, Destiny, games, gaming, life? <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's a lot to process at once. I know. Um, so, I know. So much so, pressure. <laughs> you know, actually, I, I like prior to jumping in here, um, this morning I was actually listening to your episode with Hazel to to think about like all the horrible food crimes I heard. <laughs> <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> so <laughs> I had yes. like a list of like uh, like I I I I don't know, to clarify some things. Like I almost yes. want to full hazel in here because here. I, don't, I don't understand this deconstructed burger thing and it's dri- it's been driving me nuts. Hey, you can have a platform to talk about it and then that and then in a way it might get him to come back so he can defend himself and this can be a whole back and forth segment. <laughs> Yeah, a call, this is this is the moment to call people out on on the weird exactly. things. Yeah, yeah. You can hear Gator now saying, "Suck it, Hazel." <laughs> oh, I don't want to talk about his weird bagel thing. That is just <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. That is really wild. I mean, look, I it would almost make more sense if you put meal on the whole thing but why the hell only fourth of it do you use like is it like just a sampling it's like a little appetizer section of the bagel I, you know <laughs> yeah like is it just like like I, I gotta get, cleanse my palate so here's a little oatmeal first and then I'm gonna go right into the, the cream cheese like it just doesn't or in the words of Admiral Dibs like what you like don't apologize yeah sure yeah. sure 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 but you know, can still make fun of it if, yeah, like I think we that's, can. You, you're you're allowed to like what you like, but if you're gonna get stares from people in the middle of a restaurant because of you know you're that you're that person, that's <laughs> breaking news oh, from Colin Crasher. Uh, Hazel is a hipster because apparently the deconstructed thing is a hipster thing. I mean, it can be, but I, like I think that. Hazel's is more. No, I know. Let's just roll with that. But I have a feeling <laughs> it's not because of hipster reasons. <laughs> Well, it's okay because Hammer officially labeled Hazel a hipster, so we're going to roll with that. <laughs> I see a name change coming for Hazel in the Discord. Between his own beer in his garage, you know, sourcing mm-hmm. his own coffee. Yep. <laughs> hipster food deconstructor Hazel. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get his name changed in the in the Discord later. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, and you two folks can change our names whenever you want if you join our Patreon. Uh, you can, for the low, low price of $5 a month, get many different benefits, mostly just being in our lovely Patreon and finding funny names to uh, change Sin or me or Des to. They don't have to be funny. They can be thought-provoking. They can be funny. They can be whatever. So Currently, we have a theme between the three of us. Yes, what are our names right now? I barely can even remember what I am because I was Chocolate Max Snob from the previous week, and I, I loved that one, but I'm already switched to something else now. Uh, are they the, uh, the Vow of the Disciple or uh, Ron Encounters? Yep, Kingsley, Macrocosm, yep, mm-hmm, yep. Then we have Scission. Scissorine Sen, gotcha. <laughs> I'm currently Deserac. Deserac. That's a nice ring to it. Right. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is what Sweaty Spooks had suggested I change my name to, that I said I was going to if there was a lull in our name changes. But then I completely forgot, so I apologize. Uh, but I think this is it. So what do you can get back to me, though? Nice. Kato even got the brunt of it as well with Kato-clism. That's yeah, what it was, yeah. <laughs> and shout out, by the way, to Sweaty Spooks. And Kato was on their episode recently. Episode of Blueberry Lounge. Definitely check out that podcast. Part of the Owl Sector Alliance. Always a good podcast. But I just specifically want to give a shout out to their most recent one. Fair enough. And then they have to infinity, so it's going to be a great episode. Of course, Dan's yeah. An incredible human being. Yeah, I was listening to it this morning. It's it's a great episode. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I started it the other night, but I got like 15 minutes in, so I haven't finished at all yet. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise. I have a history with infinity, but yeah, it's yeah. Well, look, I got, I'm here with my friends, Sin Media and Rodimus Prime, doing some fishing. So before we close out, I know we've talked a lot of food things, but you still have to tell us, Danger, at least your mood right now. But if you had a favorite dessert, what do you want to put in the books for? We like to call uh, you yes. favorite desserts. Ooh. Um, can't go wrong with a good tiramisu. Yes. <laughs> yes. You are like a person after my heart. Yeah. We all, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me a, give me a tiramisu any day of the week. I'm, I'm all for that. So good, so good. Mm-hmm. Yep, and maybe a little dessert coffee on the side too. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just a little, little espresso on the side, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Saying you're hogging the, you're hogging the ramp here. Get your butt out of the way. Fine, I'll <laughs> go right in the water hole. It's big. Sin, <laughs> how come Chunky. you're not maining a hunter? That's because my hunters you've lost the season. You've lost the season by far. I have. Yeah, we're gonna have to. People come up with a punishment for sin. Oh gosh, another season, of, another season oh. of playing as hunter. <laughs> but he may just not do it again. <laughs> I did get my uh, your falcons. Um, I finally got that during during a event uh, when I was on vacation, but I haven't uh, maxed the level out on it yet. It. <laughs> and haven't used it since. But I've also haven't played a whole lot, in all fairness. All fairness <laughs> bullshit. You just never play the every single raid I've seen you in, it's been with the Titan too. <laughs> I know that's not true. I did play a raid on my uh hunter and I played it with you all, and then I did a raid with Hazel the one night 
and I played it on my Titan so I could get the extra chance, and that was the night I got the exotic. All I hear is excuses. Uh, I, I've, I've, I think I punched my idea. Sim, what is your uh, Diablo character right now? Oh. I have two. I have a sorcerer and a barbarian. All right. I think uh, you, you should play as Druid for <laughs> a season. Yeah. I could do that because I want to make I want to make all the characters. I did that in Diablo three, so I will make every character regardless. So I'm okay with that. Is the druid bad? Okay. It's it's one of the low. I think it's on the tiers. It's the lowest, lowest one. Lowest. I think I think so in terms of power. Like I guess uh, attack power. Gotcha. Mm, low TPS. I mean, I have still no, have Ron not missed. perfected my Barbarian, so it's probably pretty low, comparatively speaking, at the moment. But I just switched to a Hammer the Ancients build that I've uh, been enjoying. Rodimus wants to add a song to the playlist. We don't do that shit. No, go ahead. <laughs> add a song to the playlist. Go ahead. Add a song. You put, it, put it in the basket, and I'll, I'll, I'll make sure it doesn't get in the recycle bin. <laughs> as long as it's Nickelback. <laughs> we'll put on uh, Potato Thumbs' uh, sixth one that's coming out next month. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I and no no shame to the groups that do, but then we don't need to because they do that. So yeah, All add right. it to their add it to theirs, Rodimus. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on tonight, Danger. We'll we'll finish up here. If you have time to stick around for after dark, if not worries, but we will be here for a few minutes. And yeah, I'll hang around. We had a fun time talking tonight. We had a lot of good discussion, so it was excellent having you on. And I'm sure everyone listening to this episode will thoroughly enjoy it. So yeah, no, this was a great time, guys. Do you have in a way you want people to know how to find you? I mean, you're in our Discord by the name Danger Food Crimes right now. Any other yeah, things you uh, do? You can find me in all the Al Sector Alliance Discords, uh, Danger Powers 939. Um, and that's it, because I don't have social media. So That works. Yeah, good on enough. you. What's that? That's a good on you for no social <laughs> media. You don't <laughs> need it. No, you don't need it. It is harmful for your mental health, so don't do it. It is. In fact, my time away from Twitter has been fantastic. Let me tell you what. <laughs> see, I don't use Twitter that much. Like, very rarely, I'll see a notification pop up, and like, I will like peruse it a little bit, and after that, it's like, all right, I'm good for a couple weeks. Right. That's why it's not even a bit anymore. I just dodge it entirely because it's like, you know what? I'm just probably not going to go back. <laughs> that and Facebook. I only use Facebook for family stuff because my wife posts pictures of us and the kids all oh, the you time. Just, you're on Facebook, so we can all stalk Sin and find him. A bunch of us found Sin on Facebook a couple months ago. We all added you. So. Oh, geez. All and right. They, they, they well, see a bunch of me tag pictures and matching family outfits at the beach. I know. And then we laugh and point. Pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, Des, uh, it's Twitter which you don't use. People the Twitter I don't use. Yes, yeah, screw it. If you want to find me, I'm in the Discord. That's where I am. Deserac, apparently god of pain and nightmares. Sin? <laughs> uh, you can find me, of course, occasionally on Twitter at Sin underscore media and majority of the time in Discord next to you two lovely gents and of course danger powers hashtag votes in for mod kingsley of macrochasm take us out <laughs> kingsley macrochasm yes you can find him as that or kingsley mac all the other places 
And you can find our show not as much on Twitter either anymore, but we are there as the Guardian Hub. But more importantly, you can find all the information about our show, how to listen to it in different means, how to find out information about your hosts, join our Patreon, and more. Lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, Des. And thank you very much, Danger. Thank you, guys. It was a pleasure having time you as always, sir. And we will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Later. is for lovers <laughs> if they say so Hawthorne Heights <laughs> does fuck Ohio <laughs> Rodimus, Rodimus is uh, bullshit like when am I going to get my well I guess I have 32 out of 100 points you have to get 500 points just just suck it up and <laughs> but I don't have to get 100, 500 this week right or I would get I'd recommend it probably before reset yeah. yeah. Really? Is it uh, progress the quest mm-hmm. each time you get the? Uh... Yes, it does. Oh, I see what you're saying. So okay, you go, okay, okay. you go, you go zero to the one hundred, one hundred, and then it'll do a new three hundred. Yeah. Okay. You get enhancement cores, you get prisms, you get rewards stuff. Why sin? So it's a lot of fish in front of us in the pond. We're standing on the dock, and sin's like in the middle of the water. There you go. He's like the uh, family member you only see once a year, and you just kind of ignore what they do. <laughs> Right, I know. <laughs> We're all having a fishing party here, and like, yeah, there's sailors oh, over to the side. <laughs> oh, you get a white no, sauce, and I'm like the Oreo cream right between you two. Yeah, <laughs> I'm moving. I'm out here. <laughs> we are officially in uh, after so it's allowed. I so, mean, you are by fish grub. So you're saying you like Oreo white sauce? It's not. Yeah, sauce, that that is I good. I don't know where I was going with that. Just straight sugar. It should be fine. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Isn't it? Doesn't matter what the color is if it's sugar, right? <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Isn't it like in part lard or something? Yeah. What? Yeah, I think it's like I think it's like vegetable shortening. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Or Oreos are technically vegan. I just I just Are learned they? that yes. recently. Yeah, yes, they are vegan. Interesting. Hmm? I've never heard mayonnaise for grilled cheese though. No. Is it mayonnaise or Miracle Whip? I mean, you can do either or. Okay. The only the only difference between the two is garlic, and that's it. <laughs>